Welcome, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Theory and Theology. Um, got another cultural slash religion topic for you today. Um, kind of, okay, so I'm not doing like a formal comparison of Christianity and paganism. Um, just kind of very vague general stuff that kind of just... I was uh, thinking on a little bit here and there. One thing is kind of like history timelines. Paganism is older than Christianity. Um, the pagans were already there. Um, there were forms and styles of um, people doing different worship practices um even before judaism um was officially kind of more established i feel like it so the 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 complex part about judaism is that it traces back to according to the bible to adam and eve tracing a lineage and ancestry back to those humans that were created initially um and then by the time you have Cain and Abel um still in Genesis at the first book of the Bible you already have um a um a situation where Cain and Abel are both giving offerings to God so they're already practicing a form of religion um and so those were the the kids of Adam and Eve and so it doesn't really say what Adam and Eve practiced. I mean, they were talking in Genesis directly to God as God was walking physically in the garden. Um, they had interactions with all sorts of supernatural things going on from the serpent um, who kind of trapped them into a form of deception to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Um, and also there's some mention of certain types of angels, um, guarding the Garden of Eden after Adam and Eve had been banished. Um, and the first, like before they got banished, the first sacrifice was made by God I'm assuming God killed an animal, sacrificed it, and then used um, those skins to fashion clothing for Adam and Eve. Now, they had already fashioned themselves, you know, they were already hiding because they were naked. 
Um, I don't remember if they fashioned for themselves clothing of, like, leaves. I'd have to go back. Um, But yeah, so the first sacrifice was by God. The next time you hear about any kind of sacrificing is Cain and Abel. Actually, you hear about offerings. I'm assuming the offering was going to lead to sacrifice. But you hear Cain and Abel, you know, um, Abel's offering was considered better. And um, through traditional, you know, story, you know, Adam, uh, not Adam, Abel gave um, um, his, of his flock and... Cain gave as of his fruits of his, uh, you know, um, harvest and that Abel's offering was more acceptable to God. Um, so there was some form of direct, seemingly direct communication in, in with Adam and Eve and God, and then some other form of direct communication with Cain and Abel and God, um, but the further you keep going in the book of Genesis, you don't really see this direct communication as deeply. Uh, by the time you get to Noah, uh, before the flood, um, it seems like there was all kind of wickedness going on. Um, the Nephilim, you know, were having things going on, like some kind of beings that um you know we're interacting with uh with human women to create another type of person or being of some form um um so you see that and you see you know Adam sorry you see Noah and his family with all these animals going into the ark and supposedly from that point on everybody was wiped out from the land other than these direct relatives and in-laws for 40 days and 40 nights and then they repopulated the earth so by the time you get to exodus um where like throughout the story of Moses, by the time you get to Exodus, you have Moses, young, in his 40s probably, leading the people out of Egypt. Um, And they wandered around the desert for 40 years. It's like a whole generation of people almost. Um, So there were a lot of newborns that, you know, probably from 40 years, that by the time they were 40 years old, they were finally settled so other people would have been older than than that by that point um and so and people back then were living so long anyways i think moses lived to be what like 120 or something so i guess 40 years really isn't that much it's like a third of your life so you'd probably be like close to what might be considered your 30s now 20s 30s now um you still wouldn't be worrying about like old age and stuff like that um 
so that period you know by the time you're in exodus um where the where the hebrews were in egypt you already have other people doing other stuff now i haven't studied the origins of other religions but um Judaism kind of traces itself back. There's a lot of different um, indigenous groups who have religious and traditional beliefs that trace themselves back to the beginning, to their origin. Um, um, so that's the part where I get a little confused. It's like, okay, if these were the only people then how were there all these other versions of different people from a specific culture? Uh, maybe that's not literal. Maybe it's just figuratively there was some creative, created beings that eventually led into us being here. But it does seem like there's a lot of weird missing information, at least from the history I've studied. Because if you think about like Hinduism, there's not like Adam and Eve. If you think about Buddhism... You know, you think about these other religions. Um, I mean, if you see Judaism as being traced back to Adam and Eve, that's different than seeing Judaism as starting with Moses and the Israelites in the desert after they had uh, fled from Egypt. Um, that's a different people, um, you know. And I think I mentioned before that while they were in the desert, they were you know, uh, making a golden calf and, you know, they had some other idea of some other type of religion that they probably were, had been exposed to in Egypt, um, that maybe that was an Egyptian religion, maybe it was something else. I don't really know. I'd like to know um, where they decided, why they decided to fashion this thing. Um, they seemed to know what they were doing. Um, it didn't seem like it was a random act. It seemed like they were doing it as another form of worship to something that wasn't the God of the Bible. Um, and, you know, they were reprimanded by it. Um, and then, um, you know, so once Moses was given the commandments and then all... The commandments you see like during Exodus, um, there's just all these different measurements for all this different stuff and all the different ways that everybody's supposed to be sacrificing all this stuff and doing all these things and building the, the you know, the tents and like all this kind of stuff, like the worship tents, um, like temple basically, but it was like movable, portable um it, it just seemed like a lot alters everything like it just seemed like so much um was happening in the book of exodus um there was a lot going on and um i don't really know the math uh of the genealogy but this is quite a long time into human history by this point um so the so that version of god at mount sinai talking to moses 
only showing the back of of himself to Moses um that's a different god um characteristic or personality than what you see in the garden of eden and then comparing that to what you see in um in um uh with cain and abel um but there was some form of worship going on before but it seemed like it was mostly giving offerings um sacrificing um just kind of similar to what was happening in the garden of eden um, but I don't really know how that turned into all these other things. Um, I mean, so with paganism, the reason why I was kind of mentioning that is because, um, you know, this is a different history. Um, and, you know, the reason why I talk about Judaism is because, you know, Jesus was Jewish and Christianity sprang out of, you know, uh, Jesus' life, and once he was actually on the earth, um, there was no Christianity before Jesus. Um, there were other types of Judaism, like different types of beliefs of Judaism. Um, there was a rabbi who was there, I think Hillel was there before Jesus, there was uh, Josephus, who was around, he was a Jewish historian, around during the time of Jesus. Um, but yeah, Hillel, according to one scholar, Hillel is um, is a rabbi that was Pharisaic and studied by, studied by Jesus. Um, they, they say that a lot of the things that Jesus quoted or spoke of was, um, um, you know, from Hillel. And so that's interesting. Um, and Sorry, I lost my train of thought. And the sirens. Um, the sirens distracted me. Um, so basically, yeah, Jesus and Hillel. And then, you know, Jesus dies. So from the point of Jesus dying, Christians were still um, within Judaism for the most part. Like, worshipping in the same places. You don't see until... Um, is it Antiochus Epiphanes or is that someone else? Um, the ruler, the Roman ruler that was the one who combined, you know, Christianity with paganism. So before that, uh, during the council of Nicaea, that's when the Christians were kicked out from the synagogues and were no longer considered a form of Judaism um, and the Christians kind of went on a different path and started converting people to Christianity um, I think there was some converting before that 
Um, but, you know, ultimately, you know, there were, they were Jews. Um, and then, you know, when Jesus was around, you know, they were kind of like, he was kind of talking to people who were not always Jewish. Um, and a lot of them were starting to follow him too. Um, I mean, if the Bible says Gentiles, I don't know what group specifically those are. Um, cause it would have been any group that wasn't Jewish people. And so he was preaching to them, uh, as well as to Jews. And then there was more active, um, there's a more active conversion process with, um, you know, um, if you read about like what Paul was doing and where he traveled and all these other um, apostles, they were all over the place. Like they literally were all over the place. They did so much traveling. Um, it's very interesting to see the places where they went, like where they went on the map. You're like, wow, these people did all this and they weren't on planes or anything like that. It's like, you know, um, so they were going around, you know, teaching to these different groups of people. Now, if you start studying the different groups of people that the that the Jews were talking to, none of these were necessarily, I don't want to say none, but like they weren't necessarily talking to Jews. They were talking to all these different cultures. You know, they were talking to Greeks. They went to Turkey and you see them in like all these other like countries. Um, and they're all over the place and, you know, you see them talking to all sorts of people. Like, it's interesting to look in history at the map of certain people, like where they were doing certain stuff. And you're like, wow, like, you know, you're over here, you're over there. Um, they definitely were traveling and I'm not a hundred percent certain of all these different types of groups like i don't really know who these people were i don't know their culture what were they doing before christianity came in there uh what were they actually like up to um and you know before people were getting baptized and everything and so um you start seeing christianity spreading all over um and there were pagan groups that were approached as well. And so I don't really know if there are different types of paganism. Like, I feel like the one that I'm learning about is called Norse, Norse paganism. But I'm not sure if, like, maybe what the the Chaldeans uh, were doing, was that considered paganism, like, with the the Asherah and all that those things is that paganism I don't really know like I don't really know exactly what the what the word means I should probably look it up but I mean it's like you know if they're worshiping multiple gods that's a lot of different types of religions but I don't know if they have the same gods necessarily like they have different gods and so it just does seem like there are at least back then there were a lot more religions that were um worshiping other things uh multiple other things or even some religions that had like you know um one god um but there were a lot of religions that had multiple gods 
Um, a lot of it being like attached to nature and things like that and just like life circumstances. But um, um, man, I'm getting all these work messages. I don't even know who some of these people are. Um, a lot of people are going on on PTO. Anyways, um, so you would have that, that would be something to look into, you know, other than the Bible, you know, trails of where, you know, people were traveling to, uh, convert people to Christianity, teach them about Christianity. Um, other than that, um, you know, you see a lot of people converting, but you still do see, you know, other stuff. There's just so much diversity in the Bible. Um, and you see a lot of, uh, like, in the Bible, you don't see really any other than people that were getting converted from paganism um to judaism or christianity like there are there is some uh way back you know where people i think where there were some some people who came into judaism there were some people who came into christianity um but you know the the paganism didn't start getting really incorporated back then um other than you know i mean maybe people were coming from it so they knew of it so that's why they were doing all these other things like um sometimes but there wasn't like the modern day version of like you know easter and Christ christmas and all that kind of stuff um i'm not saying you know anything wrong with it or whatever i'm just saying um in the bible that wasn't happening they they were still living mostly a jewish type of life um if not a pretty strictly jewish life um you know the kind of more not lenient but kind of like the the version um after the christian split from judaism after the council of nicaea that version of christianity where you know there didn't there didn't have to be like circumcision at a certain point um just different things like that where it it was like deterring people from wanting to join like what adult person wants to get circumcised right like that's not that doesn't sound like something that most people like look forward to and so something i was noticing um when you know those apostles were starting to talk about um <clears throat> talk about um you know these different kinds of rules for the non-jewish christians um there was like a little bit of a difference if you kind of like follow the story of early Christianity. Um, so it seems like there was a difference between the people who might have been pagan or other types of 
belief systems who are converting into Christianity, um, those people didn't have necessarily the same rules as the Jewish Christians did. But somewhere along the line, it appears that the Jewish Christians no longer were following um, the you know Jewish ways, and as more and more um, people started to um, convert, um, eventually, once that Roman ruler um, declared like certain types of um of feast days um as as you know similar to the pagan days um and the the solar calendar basically the gregorian calendar uh the the solar calendar is basically different from the lunar calendar so the jewish calendar goes by the lunar calendar so when you're looking at holidays, a lot of the time, um, the original Jewish holidays are set festival times around the lunar cycle. That's why a lot of times the dates are different than what they are compared to the calendar that we're using in Western American society, because um, we go by a different calendar and they have different months um names of different months and um the year is different like um according to the jewish calendar the year is in the five thousands or something and then um there's also yeah so basically it changes based on the lunar pattern and then you have the pagan days um that were already on the solar calendar um so they kind of coincide a little bit there's a little bit of stuff happening um but you know even the days like monday tuesday wednesday thursday all those days um as well as um you know so if you start from uh I don't know what the first holiday would be, but, um, I guess, I mean, the major ones tend to be at the end of the year, but there's also Easter that's, like, um, April-ish, and then, um, there's basically, um, what like Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, New Year, um, pretty much all of that is towards the end of the year for the most part. All of those major kind of holidays. Um, now, on the lunar calendar, you have um, days like I think I recently talked about Sukkot and Yom Kippur and um, Rosh Hashanah. Um, a lot of that has to do with the lunar cycle, the the moon. Um, as you know, we're coming into fall. Um, but there's always this kind of like harvest theme of like harvest, right? Um, around, you know, September, October time. There's always this harvest kind of theme. 
and then November as well, this kind of like harvest kind of theme, um, going into winter where, you know, you have, um, you know, Christmas, that's why I'm kind of guessing Christmas wasn't, I mean, of course they say, yeah, Jesus' birthday, but most people know that, you know, historically Jesus wasn't born near December time, um, but it's, like, also from a culture where they're not really celebrating, like, birthdays, like, you don't have, like, Moses' birthday and Aaron's birthday and Noah's birthday, like, you don't have, like, birthdays like that in the Bible, um, so birthdays aren't really, like, something that was necessarily being celebrated other than, it seems like, by kings, um, you weren't really celebrating birthdays like that in that culture, but, um, you know, Christmas kind of was made, and, um, Hanukkah happens to be near, nearby that time, but Hanukkah is, um, kind of newer in the, in the Bible during the Maccabean revolt, but during Jesus' time, Hanukkah existed, um, but it didn't exist, like, earlier during, like, Noah's and Moses' time, like, Hanukkah wasn't, like, a thing, um, but it is part of Jewish history and did become a one of the feast days of Judaism. Um, I don't know if there are any Jewish groups that don't um uh, observe Hanukkah. Um but yeah, it's just interesting how there's all these holidays and all these uh kind of different um traditional paths and now so basically it looks like the story overall goes like Judaism with paganism you know they're kind of having some parallel kind of route somewhere along the line and then Christianity kind of pops in Christianity takes a turn out of Judaism and comes into paganism um and gets basically absorbed by paganism with the main belief systems being around, you know, the Jewish Jesus as the Messiah and, and God, um, the son of God and God. And then you have, um, you have, hmm. Yeah. So then you have that going full circle back into, um, once the pagans started getting converted and then, um, that newer Christian, uh, type of, uh, tradition started becoming more looking like pagan and less and less looking like Judaism and to the point now where, you know, you can't really distinguish the two. I mean, you can distinguish the two completely. You wouldn't be able to really notice that, oh, this seems like it came from Judaism. Like, there's almost nothing that would seem like it does, honestly. Um, Because everything's different. Even from the days where people would go to temple or go to church or whatever, it's like no longer the Jewish Sabbath. It's now Sunday, you know? Um, Which is fine. I mean, I'm not, like, knocking any of it. I I really couldn't care less what day people want to do what. Yeah, you know, I think it's good to celebrate stuff, in my opinion, you know, celebrate whatever you want to celebrate, 
worship whoever you want to worship however you want to do it like I'm not here to tell anybody don't do it but um it's just kind of interesting that you know I'm not I'm sure I'm not the only one but I was raised like in a church and I just found it interesting that all the church I went through um the more you kind of dig into this type of history of stuff of why you know I was always reading the bible and reading you know about like what Jesus was doing and I was like why is none of this like an issue like you know there'd be holidays that were mentioned that we're never like doing and all this other stuff where I was like well why aren't we doing this and why don't we do that and why aren't we doing this and why aren't we doing that and it's kind of like you know I'd always see all these different things that like the Jewish people were doing especially because I read a lot of the Old Testament too and I was like well why aren't we doing any of this stuff you know it would have all these like all the Ten Commandments in Exodus and then it had all these other like chapter after chapter of commandments of other stuff to do that like nobody in Christianity was doing um a bunch of stuff in Leviticus that nobody was doing um in Deuteronomy that nobody was doing I was like why is nobody doing any of this stuff um and then I looked around and I saw okay in Judaism there's still these types of practices in a lot of ways and then you know other than like the sacrificing type of stuff and then you know you don't really see it at all um in Christianity like at all in modern day um and so I was always curious as to why and I'm like these people went to school forever like they got at least master's degrees and they went to school for a very long time and know the biblical history so I always just found it interesting that they never would answer or never would teach about, you know, the history of it all. Like, I was kind of, like, weirded out by that all the time, that, like, you just kind of learn not to ask, even though they might have the answers. It's like, well, I'd always kind of see these little things like that, where I was like, oh, like, that's interesting. Like, why is it like that? So now I kind of realize more. Um, when I spend time studying more into it, like, all these kind of overlapping cultures that were going on, um, like, when we read the Bible today, it almost seems like we're reading it through the eyes of, you know, our modern day, like, Christian traditions that the churches have, but the modern day Christian traditions are, they didn't even exist back then when Jesus was, like, on the earth, and so, um, and just even how, you know, the the connection of God being like on earth and like showing himself in full versus all the way until like in portions and like signs and things to being like now it's like you don't really hear people say that kind of stuff like um like I saw God or saw this like you don't really hear people saying that kind of stuff um but back then you know it seems like there was a lot more uh closeness and proximity um and where that stopped or how that changed is uh uh you know I don't I don't really know where to go with that um because I don't really have answers about that or I never really thought to even really ask too much questions about it but um it's definitely different if you just even track how God was at the very beginning, you know, in creation and so close to people. And then now it's like, what happened? Like, I don't know if it was supposed to be that way or not, but it's like, 
just interesting and it's interesting how religion developed from you know just a simple like okay sacrifice sacrifice and give offerings to you know a completely organized religion like when when the Israelites came out of the desert it was definitely organized religion with all these laws and commandments and all these kind of things that you know that that wasn't really how the Jews before Egypt um were actually um doing things so yeah it's just pretty interesting um I don't really know I mean I'm I'm in I'm enjoying this kind of like Norse pagan uh studying that I'm doing it's very interesting um it's it I don't think I'm ever gonna get to a point where I can like put a bunch of pieces together um and I'm I'm kind of almost disappointed that my um my exposure to paganism is through um is through um being raised through a strict Christian background. I kinda wish that wasn't that wasn't the truth. Um because it's, I think it makes it really hard to understand because there's so much um, stigma and so much, you know, uh, pressure surrounding the idea of, like, rejecting it, um, even more so than how, how Christianity overall usually teaches traditionally to reject things like, like, um, like uh, yoga and meditation. Like, that's not uncommon for people to say, like, don't do that, um, uh, don't meditate, don't, you know, do all, like, you know, don't do certain, there's certain types of stuff that are considered maybe don't deal with it, like, uh, psychics and, um, those types of, that type of stuff, um, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm just saying that's what the, that's traditionally what you would hear, most, um, I think maybe not even most, but I'd say like, especially of the stricter bunches, um, you usually hear that message, you know, don't, don't go over there. Don't get exposed to that. It's evil. It's wrong. It's bad. Um, and so you hear that a lot with, um, definitely with paganism and, you know, I think almost of all the religions, um, that's one of the religions that is just taught, like, that's not really how you're gonna need to do things, like, um, you really shouldn't do things, um, that look like that, but then also, I find it kind of, um, interesting that it's like, okay, don't learn about paganism, don't do anything related to paganism, but then we have all these holidays that are pagan holidays and worshiping on the weekly pagan worship day and all these other things. So it's kind of like stay away, but don't stay away. Or like, if you are going to do it, just call it something else. I mean, that's kind of the message I get. I don't really know. Maybe I'm, I don't know. (laughs) I'm not trying to like have people hate me, but I'm just saying like, it's kind of like, weird like it's just I just wish that it wasn't such a confusing kind of uh um 
kind of a message to get from, you know, a religion to both do and don't get connected with this. Because it's like, if you want to not connect to paganism and then you start doing a lot of the, like, Jewish holy days, like, say if you join, like, I remember when I was attending like a messianic jewish congregation my christian friends and family were just like what are you doing like but i'm like they believe in jesus they just follow the bible old and new testament and so they do a lot of the stuff that was being done before you know christianity adopted a lot of pagan uh traditions and beliefs and that for some reason in Christianity in modern day Christianity is frowned upon it's like oh that's Jewish and it looks foreign and you you know there's just this whole like why are you doing all these other things and then there's the other um side that's like you know but don't be pagan but do all the pagan stuff but still be Christian so I just found that weird it's like be Christian with the paganism, don't be Christian with the Judaism. Um, so, I don't know. It's, uh, it's interesting how, I guess, one is favored, one is favored and looked more highly upon over the other. And, um, what I'm finding from studying about Norse paganism, at least, I don't know, all the other types of paganism, but from Norse paganism, at least, it it just sounds like a beautiful, you know, religion. You know, there's a lot of stuff that reminds me of, uh, um, you know, I used to be big into fantasy books, you know, sci-fi and fantasy, but, you know, fantasy, um, a lot of these, like, ancient Scandinavian and different types of groups like that, um... You know, it it just looks like, you know, a lot of themes you would see out of, like, Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and, uh, what do you call it? Like, um, like Game of Thrones and, like, all these types of ideas, all these types of, um, you know, I don't want to call it, like, fake stuff but you see it a lot in the media I think that's the majority of my exposure is usually through the media but I've never really taken my mind to another step to say like oh like this is actually like these terminologies and some of this stuff like I know it's not like the actual religion it's not actually the pagan religion but it's like all these ideas about like elves and runes and you know the old gods and all this kind of you know terminology you know and like beliefs and you know the rituals with the fires and the horns and the drums and the you know um the the gods that are carved and all these different like altars and and things like that like it's just um it's not very similar to things you see in christianity at all um but then we have a lot of the symbolism like if you think about like christmas trees and easter bunnies and easter eggs and um you know even like halloween with the you know all the things that happen around halloween time it's just um a very interesting 
kind of beautiful mixture of cultures that I I just like to step back and just look at it honestly and just look at it for what it is and be like wow like it's fun to see kind of how like even religion evolves it's like you know you can see how religion was you know and then how there are traditions that people still hold to but you can kind of track and see like oh like when this happened that happened and now everything looks so different um than it used to you know um and then there's always this kind of like hold on to the original oldest things and then there's this kind of like modern day like version of like you know people are just doing all these other things um that just fit with the here and the now um like something for example that's interesting I mean I'm not saying I'm not judging it or anything but something that's interesting is uh say you go to a church where they're doing communion and they have that little prepackaged little cup of usually it's like grape juice and then a little wafer attached to the top of the cup and it's like a manufactured you know communion you have like a holy communion and a little packet and it's kind of cute it's kind of I don't know if it's okay to call it cute or not but I think it's kind of really nice um but like you wouldn't have something like that's not like a traditional thing it's kind of like a modern event invention of something that people do as a ritual but it's like you know it's already pre-packaged ready to go just hand them out to everybody in the congregation and let's get this communion going you know it's like it's so different um <laughs> um it's so different from like you know um I don't know it's just really different um but I like it too I think it's beautiful um it's just fun to have like modern technology involved in like church and religious services and then there's ancient parchments that are like written by hand on like certain types of skin with certain types of ink and like it's like all this stuff happening kind of simultaneously it's it's pretty cool to see but um I'm going like way on a whole tangent but that's I don't know I get pretty like happy about it it just I don't know I like to find a lot of joy in this stuff even though maybe I sound pretty serious but it's hard for me to like think and sound like fun um like what I'm really thinking I'm just very monotone and very just like boring and dull um just trying to think about facts um or at least what I've studied and like references reference what I've studied but um I don't know if you guys prefer me to give more exact references um a lot of this stuff I get from you know the internet or just reading and just like when a certain name comes up or a certain um topic comes up or term that I don't really know like you know I'll look it up from multiple different sources and see kind of what that source says about that thing um and then you know I'll basically do that till I get tired of doing it um but yeah Alright guys, I'm going to stop this recording because it's getting ridiculously long, but thanks for listening.